And so I had to, to decide, okay, this is not anymore the fun bar for all my friends. It is a, and it's a serious bar from now on. And, and I had to do, I have to do some things a little bit um, better than before, I think. Welcome to the Lush Life Podcast. I'm your drinking companion, Susan Schwartz, and I bring you the how-to guide for living life one cocktail at a time. Thanks to my mother's love of martinis, the first words I spoke were shaken, not stirred, and I've been obsessed by cocktails ever since. Together, we'll learn from bartenders, brand ambassadors, distillers, and others why certain drinks are popular in certain cultures, how to make the perfect old-fashioned, when to shake and when to stir, and so much more. Hear that sound? It's time to cozy up to the bar and let the fun begin. Providing a great experience for his punters is the driving force behind everything today's guest does. I can tell you right now, Stefan Schultz has achieved his goal. Because everyone who either lives in Nuremberg, Germany, or visits, knows to stop into Matahari Bar. He wasn't even supposed to own a bar. But it might be the perfect instance of when a dream becomes a reality. I was brought up here in Nuremberg. I'm, I'm a Rutschen. You're originally I'm, I'm a, a Nuremberger. I'm a Nuremberger. Yes, I'm a Nuremberger. I was born here about one and a half kilometers in this direction, and uh, it's, uh, there's a, 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 a hospital, and I was born there. <laughs> and what did you, did you study? What, were, what did you do when you were young and study, and how did you end up in bartending? This is a good idea, because um, I, I had no idea to, to end up in, in bartending. Um, okay, on the other hand, you have to say... I don't know any single 15-year-old boy who doesn't dream about to have a bar, an own bar. And uh, the same as me, but uh, the older I get, the, the more this was only a dream and, and not really an ideal profession. And um, but I, I started, Let me stop you there for a second. Yeah. So as a 15-year-old, you wanted to have your own bar? I think everybody does it. Every, 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 every single male um, 15-year-old or 16-year-old is, is, um, is curious about uh, to have a bar, to, to make drinks and, and to have something at home. So not just beer? No, okay, the beer is including. In, in Germany, especially especially in this area here, we are a beer area, and I think beer is, is, is bar too. In other uh, bars and, and, and in former times, it was so that uh, beer is not a real bar drink, but uh, here in this area, it's, it's absolutely over. Uh, you have to have a good beer in a bar now. And so as a 15-year-old, you dreamt of having a bar? Yes, this is not really my, my first dream. I, I, I was also... Uh, yeah, someone's on. I wanted to have, be also an, an astronaut, just everybody who, who was born in the 70s, I think. <laughs> this is, this is the, the normal dreams a boy has. And uh, this is, was not a, one of my first and not my biggest dream. But it was still a, a, a cool idea to have a bar. It is. So. And, and everybody, uh, when, when, you, when you are 18, then you want to have different drinks. That, uh, you're, we are allowed in, in Germany to drink uh, hard stuff uh, when you are 18. And uh, when you have your 18th birthday, there's not only beer, and you want to have some more drinks, and then you want to mix it. And then this is just a, a thing of, of interest, I think. Do you remember what drink you wanted to have desperately? No. 
I think it was beer. <laughs> <laughs> you still wanted the beer. <laughs> yeah, I still wanted the beer. Now, gin tonic was always a good drink, I think, um, since I'm 18 too, but um, there was no iconic drink, no special drink for me. Just the idea. Just the idea, yeah. Um, yeah, but um, I, I made my school absolutely normal till the eighth degree. And what did I, you study? I studied later. This is, this is part of the story. I was ending my school uh, too early because I had to go from the from gymnasium. This is still the highest school you can have uh, to the, the second class. Uh, this is the Realschule, and uh, this means um, I had to end it early. And this uh, was um, when you have this 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 um, this kind of ending your school. That the qualification is not good for the. The, for, to study. Okay. So, so this means I had to uh, have a job first, and 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 so I worked in a in a sports shop here in Hamburg. I made my. Uh, as in English, is a problem. <laughs> um, this is some kind of a, of the education. This is an education in the shop and an education in the school too, and and so you are like an uh, apprentice or yeah, so something like mm. this, you know. And um, then I was, was was ready with this, and then and uh, went to to the army. And this time uh, you, you were... You had to? You, I had to go mm -hmm. to the army, yes. Um, and when I come back, I, I still worked at the, at the sport shop. And, and sometimes it was not my thing anymore. I, I said, okay, this is, this is not good. Um, the, the, the working times changed from, from 18 uh, over to, to 20 o'clock to 8 o'clock in the evening. And, 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 and all the things and um, this shop is going anymore. It's, it's growing and growing and... Uh, when I was beginning there, it was the one of three shops, and uh, when I was ending, it was one of twenty shops in in all in all over Germany. And the problem is this: um, that you are not anymore uh, people of, of reason, the people of uh, of interest. There, you're just only one who sells the stuff, and, mm -hmm. and this is what I didn't want to do anymore. And so I um, began to to get my A level. In the, in, the, in the second way, in, mm -hmm. the, in, the, in the back way. And uh, so I did it. Uh, and I went, when I was finishing this, and at the, just at the, at the same week when I uh, finished my, my last practice, my, my last um, test, test yeah. yes, my last test, this bar here changed uh, the, the owner. And I was, there was four months time to, before I was beginning studying, and I had to do something. And they ended here, and, and I was a regular guest here. And, and so I, I thought, okay, this is just a red carpet for me. I have to do it. I have to do this bar for at least this four months. And then we will see. Now, did they ask you to come or you said, I want to come and work no, here? No, not really. I was, uh, I was here as a, as a regular mm -hmm. guest and I, they, they told me that they will end this year. And I say, okay, it's a pity. Mm, uh, let me see. Uh, interesting who was next or something like this. But I, I was not really... Um, Recognizing at this moment that I can do it. It, it, it took a week, and after a week, I say, hey, "Why not?" And, and then I ask a friend of mine if, if he wants to, to, to join me, and, and she, uh, she's, uh, he, he said yes uh, because he was studying too at the moment. Uh, this means he has time had time enough, and, and, and so we did it together at the moment at the beginning, and then we asked them, uh, the, the old owners here, um, if we can do it. And they say it's no problem, but you have to ask the, the owner of the house, and so we get in touch with him. And then after a few weeks, it was no problem and we, can, we could do it. Did and you so, realize really what you were getting into? No. <laughs> it was just for fun. It was at the beginning, it was absolutely just for fun. It was just a bar during studying. 
and just for our um, our, our our friends and and had you ever made a cocktail before no nothing not anything in this I, I and had your friend i didn't work any second on the other side of the bar before i was a professional guest <laughs> but i i never worked any time in, in any bar before and your first day yeah what was it like it was um that was ex 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 it was, it was an experience. I was excited. And uh, the first guest we had, I can, I can remember, it was a, an hour before we wanted to open. It, uh, we wanted to open at 8 o'clock in the evening and we opened at 7 o'clock. And we didn't open it. He comes in at 7 o'clock. And it was a pretty old guy, I think, 50 or 60 or even older. And he orders a beer and a Prosecco. It was, it's not really a normal for a guy in this, in this age to, to order a Prosecco. And I say, okay, when this is the... The, the 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 masterpiece or the 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 blueprint for our next guests we will not do it anymore uh, we will not do it very long <laughs> because I don't want to have these guests <laughs> well old guests with uh, prosecco and beer I don't have nothing against old guests with prosecco and beer but in this case I was 25 and you wanted to have body people this was a different time mm -hmm. and, and at, at the moment I'm pretty uh, good with it when somebody orders a prosecco and a beer but not uh, 16 years ago. <laughs> 16 years so mm -hmm. hopefully the second person asked you for a proper cocktail I don't know anymore but um, I think so <laughs> there were a lot of uh, people who ordered good stuff so when you got that order for the first cocktail did you think how am I going to make this or did you have okay, a, did you educate yourself beforehand no I had some some education uh, hours uh, or lessons before because uh, one of my my uh, studying colleagues uh, is was a, was a pretty a good bartender he worked in another place and he showed me before some some tricks some hints and some recipes how to do the the most important cocktails we had we had about five or ten cocktails not more and uh, they were not very complicated and, and so um, I was pretty good prepared and was it the having the bar that you just fell in love with keeping doing it? I mean, did you continue to do it because you started to love it? Just right now? Or, uh, uh, no, I mean, back then. Back, back then. Uh, at the moment, at, at the beginning, what, was I, what I said uh, was only the, the hobby thing, the, the thing uh, beneath the studying and, and just to, to have fun with, uh, with our friends. And so it was not really serious. And uh, the longer it lasts, uh, the serious it gets. This is the thing. And um, I had some steps. And the first step was uh, that my, my colleague wants to, to, to split here. He wants to end because his studying ends. And so he had no time anymore because he has to work. He had to work. And, and so I was on my own. I, I had to decide, uh, do I want to do it anymore? I said, do I want to do it for my own? Or do I split it too? And, and I say, okay, um, why not? It's... it's, it's it makes quite fun. Um, I'm good with it, and, and I can't stand it alone. I think, and um, so I had an, another friend, and I had him as, a, as an employee at this time, and so we did it did it to, for with two people. But uh, I was the, the the first time the chef alone, the the, the, for the alone boss, the Sachtmann, the the chef. <laughs> so this was uh, and the first step in this uh, direction to to have a proper bar. And so I had to, to decide, okay, this is not anymore the fun bar for all my friends. It is a, it is a serious bar from now on. And, and I had to do, I have to do some things a little bit um, better than before, I think. And so I, for step by step, I, I'm, I'm getting to get this bar better than before. And I'm always working on this. I'm, I'm always um, 
try to, to educate myself and try to, to be better than before. Do you, do you remember, can you tell me the steps that you took to make it better? This is, every day is a step, I think. It, it depends on what you see. And when you, when you are in other places and in other bars and in other countries, I, 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 say what, I see what they do. And maybe I see all, all the worst things, uh, things where I say, uh, this is not good. I don't want to have it in my bar. This is also very important to see bad things in, in other places, uh, to see that you do it the same way, the same way, this bad way, and uh, to, to make it better. This is one, one absolutely um, important thing is this, the toilet rooms, the bathrooms. This is one of my, my biggest uh, disgusting things when I got to other bars, and especially in, in, in yeah, maybe in, in, in southern countries, that the bathrooms are uh, often very, very disgusting. And this is the thing that I say, um, the bathroom has to be very clean and very uh, bright, very with, with good lights and not so... so so shimmering, so, 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 so dark, and um, yeah, this, this has to be a clean place. This is a very important thing for me. Well, thank you. As a bar goer, I yeah. always like and appreciate yeah, this a very clean bathroom. I'm a bar goer Definitely. too. This is the thing. I'm a guest too, and when I'm a guest, I want to have uh, the best things. Not the best, but, but proper things, good things. And, um, and I want to offer it to my guests too. This is my, yeah, my, my thing. I want to have it. And can you give us some examples of what are the good things that you thought, I want that in my bar? The music, especially the music. There's, uh, often when you go to a bar, you have, you have types of bars. You have, uh, you have different kinds of bars. And there's a cocktail bar, and a cocktail bar has to be quiet, and a cocktail bar has to be dark, and a cocktail bar has to be with uh, some flurry music in the background, uh, not, not, not iconic things and nothing you like, and it's just there. And then you have party bars, and then you have maybe good music, maybe not. Maybe you have some, some good people, um, but often you have no good drinks. And that's the problem. And I want to combine it. I want to combine a good music and a good party area with good drinks. I'm, I'm not uh, um, in, in um, I don't want to be a concurrent or, or uh, um, to fight against a cocktail bar, a real cocktail bar. I'm not good as, as good as a cocktail bar. I, I don't think so. But there are cocktail bars. They pretend to be better, and they aren't. This is the most important thing, I think. Well, I think you're being shy because this is one of the best cocktail bars in Nuremberg. It depends on what you order. <laughs> no, this is not that you don't. You will not get a, a bad cocktail here, but uh, you will not get anything you get in a, in, a, in a proper big cocktail bar. This is the thing. You can cannot have um, a Manhattan in three different ways. If you can you can try it. I can try it. I can do it, but I have not the the, the personal, the, not the the bar. Um, uh, well, the you're employees. assuming that's what makes a good cocktail bar. So you meant I. You know, you are one of the most famous cocktail bars, maybe in Germany. I would say one, so, one, of, one, of, one, of, one of some famous, not, not, not very cocktail bars, I think in a, in a bar for itself. And, and this is what I want to hear. I, I'm a cocktail bar, of course, but I'm not only a cocktail bar. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a proper bar and you can have everything you want to have in a bar. This you, is the thing. And I try to do my best in, in all these different things. And, and this is for me important that you have a full experience and not only a good cocktail and all the rest is so so boring and so 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 clean and so neat. Um, 
No, you can have, you can, you can absolutely be relaxed here. You can be uh, yourself. Everybody is welcome here. If you he wants to be welcome, and uh, you can also have a good drink. And this is this is the difference to a, to a proper cocktail bar, in my opinion. You want everyone to have a good time, but you do put um, thought at, into your cocktails. Yeah. So uh, why don't we just chat about your cocktail menu and and how you create that? Okay, in the beginning, in the beginning, there was the menu of my pre-owners. This is what I have to say. And this means uh, the first menu I have was the menu of my pre-owners. And so I, I started with this five to ten cocktails. I don't think uh, there, were more, there were more. And from, from time to time, I, I, I tasted some cocktails in, in, in other places. Or there are cocktails you have to have as a bar. And so time by time, they come cocktail by cocktail more in this menu. And at the moment, I think, I don't know exactly, it's 40 or 50. But uh, you can order... Anyway, you can order every every cocktail I, I can do. Um, you, you know, because I have some recipes over there uh, in the background. And um, I think I can do any cocktail where I have the ingredients to. This is, this is what I think I can do. Um, but the thing is, I don't want to have the menu too big uh, because of the employees. This is the problem. I'm, uh, in this small bar, you, you cannot work with... Um, with real workers you have to have the, the the student jobs and something like this and when you are a student and you work two to four times in this bar you're not able to do any cocktail every cocktail that's the thing <clears throat> so the cocktails on the menu at the moment are a mixture of of every influences i got and all i think it's it's a good cocktail i like this cocktail you have to have it and i can do it everybody can do it this is this what is this in the menu at the moment. There are no very complicated things in it. There's no old-fashioned, there's no Manhattan, and there's no classic American bar inside. Not not really. Okay, whiskey sour is, is, is over there, and, and, and some sours too, and um, some and gimlet, easy things are there. But but not the things where you have to, to know what to do. This is not in the menu. So what is on the menu? So, it, like... Should I say, you're a tough one. <laughs> more like the, uh, the the fancy cocktails, a little bit more, Caipirinha uh, or or the the Jamaican stuff, so the planter's punch or something like this with rum and some sweet things. But this is also very important at very much places when you get these fancy these these Caribbean cocktails. They are way too sweet, less alcohol, too much ice, too much uh, juice. And uh, too much sugar, and this is what I don't like. And uh, when you order a fancy uh, Caribbean cocktail here, there is alcohol in it, and you taste it, and there is also uh, not too much sugar in it. And this is what what my iconic thing is, I think, that a cocktail, even when it's a, a sweet cocktail, it's not too sweet. This is very important for me. Also, um, best best uh, thing is uh, best example is mai tai. Everybody has a mai tai, but a mai tai is is one of the cocktails I, I can say. When you are 100, have 100 cocktail bars, you have 100 totally different recipes of Mai Tai. And the most of the Mai Tais you get are absolutely too much stuffed with the, the high-proof uh, um, rum. And this is what, what doesn't fit in a good Mai Tai. A good Mai Tai, uh, you have to taste the rum, but it doesn't, doesn't have to be too heavy and too, too big. And so I have two different Mai Tais. I have the so-called original uh, recipe from, from Trader Wick. And... I have this fancy Caribbean version with um, pineapple juice, 
but it's not this heavy and not this only sugar and, and, and dark rum thing. This is uh, important for me. Well, I've got to try that. Should we go make it? Absolutely. I ended up here late on Saturday night to get the full experience. Everyone seemed to know each other and fun was being had by all. Definitely, Matahari Bar would be my local if I lived in Nuremberg. Thanks so much to Stefan for caring. So now, it's time for our Cocktail of the Week. Our Cocktail of the Week may have originated in California, but Stefan has made the Mai Tai his own. You can follow his exact recipe, but to truly experience it, you have to be sitting at Matahari Bar in Nuremberg. So, add all of the following ingredients to a shaker. 5 cl's of Havana Club 3-year, then 4 cl's of apricot brandy, 2 to 3 cl's of lime juice cordial, then 2 to 3 cl's of lemon juice, and then add a few dashes of orgeat or almond syrup. Add ice to the shaker and then shake well. Strain it all into a long glass with ice and dream of summer. If you want, make Trader Vic's original recipe and then this one to compare and contrast. You'll find this recipe and all the cocktails of the week on alushlifemanual.com where you'll also find all the ingredients in our shop. Next time... We meet the man who has won awards, worked for major brands, and then one day found he couldn't take the pressure anymore. By speaking out, he realized he was not alone and established the charity Healthy Hospo that provides information, advice, and support on mental and physical health for all hospitality professionals. This could be the most important episode you will listen to. Until next time, bottoms up. Thanks for listening to the Lush Life Podcast, the sister of a Lush Life Manual. For more information and links to everything you heard, plus a bit more, please visit alushlifemanual.com. Always remember the wise words of Oscar Wilde, all things in moderation, including moderation. And always drink responsibly. Okay, I said that last part. Theme music is by Stephen Shapiro and used with permission. Lush Life is produced by Evo Terra. And I'm your hostess, Susan Schwartz. I'll see you at the bar.